In three, two, one, here we go. Tired of the negative news and flashover substance? It's time for Today with Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy Patrick is a trial attorney, patriot, and PhD with a passion for people and a penchant for politics. Dr. Wendy brings you the headlines, streamlined news you can use. It's time to be informed, engaged, and entertained. Now, here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick. Well, my co-host Larry Dershman and I always have an array of amazing guests to bring you every Saturday night. And this is absolutely no exception to that rule. Larry, I understand we have somebody very important on the line. Absolutely, we do. We actually have two very important people on the line. Wendy, I'm honored to introduce to our listening audience the mayor of the city of El Cajon, Mr. Bill Wells. And with him today is Dr. Eli Ben-Moshe, president of Shield of David. Thank you both so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Eli, I am interested in hearing a little bit about your organization, Shield of David. I mean, it's such a great name. Can you tell us why did you form it? What type of work and activities does it actually engage in? Sure. First, I'll start with why we named it Shield of David. Shield of David, by definition, means uh, protectors of the house of David. And that's what we believe everybody should be, is protecting the house of David and the descendants of the house of David. And that's exactly what we do. We formed it as a bunch of volunteer parents who were sending their kids to college. And we noticed that the anti-Semitism in college uh, by both professors, BDS, etc., is ridiculously out of control. Much like what was happening in Europe only a few years later. So we didn't want it to get to be like Europe. Um, and we formed Shield of David, which, which created a program. Um, and by the way, Mayor Bill Wells helped us tremendously with it. And it, in, it empowers um, kids, Zionists, um, kids who are not, that, that, are anti, um, that are against anti-Semitism, both Jewish and not, and are willing to learn more about the Jewish nation, learn about what our forefathers did to fight off um, their enemies, um, learn about the Judeo-Christian values that um, our fathers in the United States of America um, um, used um, in order to to build our country, and it made uh, it, it worked out great as as the kids learned a lot about what to be proud of and what we've done and what how to be self empowered. Slowly, you know, Mayor Wells. Go ahead. I, go. I was going to say you mentioned that you're working on this with Mayor Bill Wells, and I know he is so busy. I see him everywhere. <laughs> I just wanted to ask. Mayor Wells, with all of the responsibilities you have as mayor of a large city in Southern California, people forget how large your city is. How did you become interested and hooked up with this worthy cause? Well, I've always felt that uh, relationships between Jews and Christians were really important. And I was always concerned that both camps seemed to kind of be on either side, but not getting together. And so when I became friends with Eli, uh, a few years ago, we had many discussions about wouldn't it be great to bring Christians and Jewish people together in some kind of a venue. And so we we talked about that. And over time, this concept uh, it emerged and we decided to go, hold, go ahead and, and have a rally. And then we thought it would be kind of a small rally. <laughs> and all of a sudden it, 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 it takes off. We've got Mike Pompeo and Larry Elder and all of a sudden it's a huge rally. 
We've got buses coming in from San Francisco, um, a few from L.A. Um, we got buses from all around coming in. Um, I'm getting phone calls left and right of people wanting to come um, to the rally. And, and all of them are blessing it. And every, everybody's very happy to see uh, the unity between both religions. You know, in the Bible, in regards to Israel, God promises Abram, I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. That's in Genesis chapter 12, verses 3. So, Dr. Eli and Mayor Wells, I understand the two of you, uh, you know, you've known each other for many times, but as part of the reason we're doing this event is to continue that blessing between America and Israel, that great relationship. Well, if, <clears throat> if I could say this one, Eli. You know, in this particular time, uh, I think we shouldn't lie to ourselves. This is a historic time in human history. And the forces of of people that are against the God of Israel, against the Christian God, um, are are aligned. And and in some ways, it looks like they're taking over the world. So there's never been a more important time for Jewish people and Christian people to work together because Judeo-Christian values is really what's under assault and uh, we need to stand together. There's, we'll be much stronger uh, together than apart. Absolutely. You know, wh- why do you think there is this uh, uptick, if, if you think there is, uh, in some areas in anti-Semitism in the U.S.? And I would say both on college campuses and elsewhere, is this a sign of the times? Has it always been there and it's just being reported more frequently? You know, how would you explain that? Um, for one, I think it's reported less frequently than in any other minority um, so no, it's not, it's not reported more by any means whatsoever, but I'll tell you, it's not just, before we get into the attack on antisemitism, it's not just an attack on antisemitism and it's an attack on the, on the Christian values as well. It's an attack on God. It's an attack on believers. It's, it's who are made fun of in school. I mean, it's an attack overall in people that believe, um, as far as the antisemitism, I will, I will be able to be a little more political than Mayor Wells here. And say, when you've got open people, and I've lived here for over 40 years, when you have open people in Congress, uh, representatives being openly anti-Semitic, that's bad. That, that, that's a point that we've never seen before. Now, you couple that with what's worse, which is half of the Congress um, doesn't even say a thing about it. And then you've got a bit much bigger problem. There's always going to be one outlier, and I'm okay with that. The fact that the rest of the Congress doesn't have the guts to say anything because it's cancel this and cancel that, and they're afraid to get canceled, that I think is what's encouraging the anti-Semitism. If the average person can see that the Congress can say it, then they can say it. And I, and I literally blame the Congress for this. Oh, absolutely. And I've always wondered about that, too. Is it because the media has control of the narrative? I mean, we have always been solidly behind Israel since our very beginnings. But I can see this shift happening, too. And what you're even explaining that is happening in Congress. I'm seeing that on the nightly news. And for the life of me, I can't figure out why we do this. Our best friend, our ally, Israel, our best friend in the Middle East. We are some of the people are turning against that because of the the college instruction, perhaps. I just don't understand it. We do have to reverse that. Uh, so I, I, before we get too far along, I want you to talk about this a wonderful rally you're having. So could we talk a little bit about that? It's going to be on Sunday. And do you want to tell us the time? Uh, yeah. Come to El Cajon Sunday at 3 o'clock p.m. at Prescott Promenade. 
Uh, it is in the 200 block of Main Street in downtown El Cajon, right across from City Hall. There's lots of parking. Um, it's all free. Uh, it's going to be a really uh, great event. It's going to be a great event. We're also going to have uh, some fun music. Um, we've bought some live uh, live music. We, uh, we'll have a DJ. Um, we're having an amazing guy, uh, John Valverde, uh, bring his whole mariachi band and do <laughs> both the Israeli and the American anthem, uh, which, which will be the, which will be absolutely great. Um, in fact, if you go into our landing page, um, weareisrael2021.com. Again, weareisrael2021.com. You go into speakers, you go to the bottom, and you can hear you can hear him say it. He, he's just amazing. Um, well, and again, we'll also have some live uh, some live bands, and we'll have um, Israeli food, which is fun for everybody to have. Yes. Um, so, so that's great. And, and for some people who've never had uh, kosher food, they'll have kosher food. They'll have falafel. It'll, it'll be a really nice event. And- you know, I was just going to ask you for some of those details, um, and, and thank you for providing all of that. I mean, it's really, it sounds like it's going to be a great atmosphere. I hope the weather cooperates with you, and it isn't too hot, because I know having worked in El Cajon, that often is something you really battle against this time of year. Yeah, things, um, is the, things is are the in the open? low 80s uh, right Oh, now, boy. Right well, now. I so hope that... Hopefully hope that lasts. Yeah, I think we're very lucky there. God's with us on that one. Well, you know, I remember there was always this, like, surprise flash flooding, thunderstorms moving through. So, um, you know... <laughs> no. I don't know. I mean, that's probably I, great for the water supply. You know, as, as the mayor, I've, I've outlawed that for the day. So there'll, <laughs> oh, there'll, be, there'll be no rain, per well, my decree. Fantastic. Okay. And I'm by the way, about that. And by the way, we will have, uh, I believe, 21 uh, um, shaded tents uh, for people. And so, water. And- uh, uh, yeah, and free water for everybody and everything. I take it this is open to the public and there's no charge. Correct. Oh, perfect. And parking, same? Yeah, parking's free and there's plenty of it. Okay, great. So uh, right across the street from the the event, there's the county parking lot, and then there's the city parking lot, and there's parking behind the event. There, there's lots of parking. Okay. If I could quickly ask uh, Dr. Moshe, we, you have this uh, organization called Shield of David, and I was reading the website. It's a great website, by the way, but you talk about it's an organization to have the Jewish education and something called Krav Maga, if I'm pronouncing that right. What is that? So Krav Maga is an Israeli-style self-defense, which everybody in the Israeli army actually goes through, and it's it's good because it's defensive, but yet it's, uh, it allows you to protect yourself. And what we do in our six-week course with the kids is we give them 10, 15 minutes uh, um, um, lecture about Zionism and about the values and everything. And then we give them a little lesson of Krav Maga. It's all free for, in all the colleges. And by the way, 200 campuses have asked us to do so. And it's just a lack of – I mean, we're just starting out, so it's a lack of financial means – and administrative means to be able to satisfy everybody. Um, but the Krav Maga is really what brings the kids in. But it does something else. It also gives them something spiritual. They feel like it was from Israel. They feel, imp- they feel empowered. They feel like they've learned something that actually has to do with how to fight anti-Semitism. Even if they never have to use physical force, they're more confident. And that's really why we do it. Okay, very good. You know, I think it's great that you're, you know, we're talking about this and we're actually having the conversation. And, you know, I know how busy you guys are. And I just really appreciate you coming in and sort of uh, 
sharing your vision and your plans. And I don't know how you're going to get to all those schools, but uh, my money, knowing <laughs> Bill Wells and how uh, how he operates, my money is that you're going to be able to do it between the two of you. <laughs> so I want to thank both of you for, for joining us today. And uh, I want to tell our listeners, don't touch that dial. We are going to be coming right back. We are going to have a very special guest, second half, Marjorie Taylor Green. And uh, she's going to be joining us. You are not going to want to miss what she has to say. So stick with us. This is Today with Dr. Wendy. We'll be back in a flash. News cycle lowlights have no place here. You're listening to the headline highlights on Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. It's time for more news you can use. The headlines streamline. It's time for more Today with Dr. Wendy. Now here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Welcome back to Today with Dr. Wendy. We have a wonderful second half of the show for you. Um, We have with us a very important guest that I'm guessing you may have heard of. Larry, who do we have on the line? Sure, Wendy. Marjorie... Taylor Green, also known by her initials MTG, is from the great state of Georgia. Before entering politics, Marjorie and her husband Perry purchased Taylor Commercial, a commercial construction and renovation company, and since that time, they've managed a quarter of a billion dollars of construction projects. Marjorie also started, grew, and sold a thriving CrossFit gym in Georgia that has become one of the nation's top CrossFit gyms. Marjorie has a strong Christian faith and believes we must continue to protect our God-given freedoms and work to keep America a great country. Now, not one to sit on the sidelines. Marjorie ran for office and was elected to Congress in November of 2020 and was sworn in as a member of the U.S. House of Representatives from Georgia's 14th District, on January 3rd, 2021. Thanks for coming on the program, Marjorie. Thank you for having me. So Marjorie, I have to ask, you know, um, I'm a big fan of working out and working out as much as I can. And I noticed you went literally from CrossFit to Congress and I am willing to bet you are cross training, shall we say, um, in sort of keeping up this this work-life balance, and I know it's been since um, January, and I'm just, I would love to know, how are you keeping all these balls in the air, and are you still being able to keep up with, with this fitness routine? Um, I do, actually. It's, uh, fitness has always been a big part of my life, and it's, it's a great way to take care of yourself. Um, it's also a great way to get rid of stress, and, and it just kind of, it's what I like to do first thing in the morning and work out really hard, and it kind of sets my day um, just physically and mentally. And then, you know, I've always been a hard worker. I actually enjoy work, um, you know, getting things done, accomplishing things, scratching things off my to-do list. And, and so, you know, coming to Congress, <laughs> the workload's pretty much the same as it always has been in my daily life. You know, Marjorie, many of us love how you wore a Trump one face mask as you arrived on the floor of the House to take your oath of office on opening day of the 117th Congress at the U.S. Capitol (laughs) on Sunday, January 3rd, 2021. I'm just curious, did you get any pushback from the Democrats or Republicans for doing that? Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I I wore that mask because I hope that's a trick win. question, Larry. <laughs> yeah, no, he won, and yes, I walked in there, and Democrats and the and the media looked at looked at me like I was a three headed dragon. So that was that was a lot for them to take, but you know they don't they don't really connect to the American people uh, or the truth very well, anyways. That was very gutsy and bold. And uh, I know that, you know, there's some people admire that on either side just because most people are, aren't that gutsy and bold. And I know you are actually one of the, the toughest fighters um, in the Republican Party. And I also know you asked to be on the select House committee that Congress recently created to investigate the January 6th occurrence uh, at the Capitol. Um, and, you know, we're all following that story and just sort of wondering, you know, to the extent that you can. Um, what the latest and greatest news is on the uh, the efficacy and the, the future of the committee. Well, I don't know if you saw the news, but Nancy Pelosi actually yeah. kicked off Jim Jordan and Jim Banks off the January 6th committee mm. after Kevin McCarthy had, had named the two of them among five Republicans. And so it was a really big deal. And Kevin McCarthy, he made the right move. He pulled the rest of the Republicans off of the January 6th committee, refusing to have anything to do with this committee, which we now know, and she proved it by showing her hand, that it's nothing but a political witch hunt to yes, begin with. absolutely. Marjorie, I so admire your courage and only wish we had more freedom fighters like you. But here's my question. Do you see, as I do, that America is at a tipping point between choosing freedom and capitalism over a one size fits all, totally government-controlled, socialist, Marxist, and even a communist state? And what must we do to ensure that we preserve America from this godless infiltration and takeover? Well, you know, and I, I believe right now we are being controlled, and I call it a communist regime. That's what the Biden administration is, and that's what Congress is. And they're not just—I used to say socialism— um, my campaign slogan was Save America, Stop Socialism. Uh, but now I've changed it to Save America, Stop Communism, because that's who the Democrats really are. They they really have gone that far left. You know, we knew the progressive wing uh, of Congress was are communists, like AOC, uh, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, and the rest of the so-called progressive caucus. Uh, progressive is just a fancy word uh, to hide who they really are, which is communists. Well, what happened starting from January through the beginning of the 117th Congress and, and once Joe Biden um, uh, became president, we have seen the entire Democrat Party agree with the policies of the progressives. And so that's why I keep telling everybody, look, this is this is not an American party anymore. They're they're not just the left side of, of politics. They're they're not even the liberals anymore. Um, there seems to be very few of those left. They're now communists, and that's what all of their their radical policies and bills uh, that they're trying to ram through so fast, that's what they are. It's a, it's a full government you know, takeover, and it's terrifying. One of the things I know you have to do uh, in Congress is you have to be somewhat of a unifier, trying to get people to think and be logical and work together. And, you know, Larry and I, we're the cloud and the silver lining, and because I'm the silver lining part of this show, I would like to sort of ask, you know, graciously, what are some of the ways that you have found that really are you're able to, you know, get people on the other side of the aisle to to listen, to be receptive or at least to to be uh, to soften the the hard edges, to at least be willing to talk about some of these tough issues, uh, some of the changes you're trying to make in Congress? 
Well, Dr. Wendy, I would love to give you a, a rosier answer, but that's not happening in Congress right now. Mm. Democrats and Republicans are not working across the aisle. As a matter of fact, we're not working together, period, because the Democrats refuse to work with any of the Republicans that objected to Joe Biden's Electoral College votes on January 6th. They just flat out refuse. As a matter of fact, they don't even want to co-sponsor bills with Republicans that objected on January 6th. And, and that's a radical point to take because many times in the past, Democrats have objected to um, Republican presidents' electoral college votes. So this isn't like a rarity that happened on January 6th. It's actually been commonplace mostly for the Democrat Party. Uh, so I would like to tell you that, that we are working across the aisle and doing good things for the country as a whole, but unfortunately we're not. And, and that is very problematic to me. But I will tell you this, I, I just can't, I, I refuse to work with communists. I refuse to work with people that are wanting to tear down our country, uh, censor conservatives on social media, that want to show up at your door and, and force you to take a vaccine that you may not want to take or even tell your medical information. I don't want to work with people across the aisle that want to put critical race theory in our schools and want this transsexual agenda taught in our schools to our children. And I don't want to work across the aisle with um, people in Congress that, that literally are labeling Trump voters insurrectionists, even if they weren't in, in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. This is, this is a party that's become so radical that today Nancy Pelosi kicked Jim Jordan and Jim Banks off of a committee and, and, and she said she kicked him off because they objected to uh, Joe Biden's Electoral College votes. So this is, that's the truth of where we are in Congress. And, and I really wish I could have given you a better answer because I believe the American people deserve better. But, but this is the reality of what the Democrats are doing. Maybe you need to invite them to a CrossFit class and then sort of uh, <laughs> loosen them up physically, get them sweating, get them sort of in the mood, and maybe then uh, you can have a more productive conversation. What do you think, Larry? Would that work? Well, I'm, I'm just wondering, where would we start, Marjorie, to get our country back? Is it with the schools? I'm so concerned about what they're doing with the indoctrination from elementary school maybe even preschool, up through the university level. Is that where we might start? Our- well, you know, I'm amazed every single day by the moms that are fired up and are going to the school boards and getting involved in their taxpayer-funded schools. And so I just want all of those moms to know I am cheering for them uh, from Washington, D.C., and I'm really proud of them for being so involved in their children's education because the reality is, we pay for it with our tax dollars, and I'm a big believer in customer service. That's what we've always done uh, with our, our company, and, and the taxpayers are the customers, and parents are the customers uh, at school. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm cheering for the moms and the dads that are holding schools accountable and, and forcing that to stop to be taught. You know, if I had it my way, I would defund any publicly funded school that taught critical race theory because that is racism and it's teaching children to hate based on skin color. You know, it sounds a lot like, uh, and we're almost at the end of the show, but uh, some of what you were speaking about kind of reminded me, you're still national director of something called Family America Project. Is that right? Uh, No, not anymore. I I used to be, not anymore. We probably need to change that in the bio, but that that is a, a project that 
is, is fully focused on family values and government. And, and those, that's what I believe in. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's a perfect way to end is, is you really do fight for what you believe in. And, and after all, that is, you know, what people are elected to do is further the agendas that they believe in and the core values that make them tick. Um, so I want to thank you so much for joining us. It has been really great conversation. Thank you, Marjorie. Absolutely. And how can we follow thank you, Marjorie, you. on your website if people wanted um, to support my you? Website, yeah, my website is mtgforamerica.com, mtgforamerica.com. That's how people can support me and follow what I'm doing. And I'm also on social media. Uh, you can usually find me by searching my name and make sure you only follow, follow the verified account. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. And to our listeners, have a wonderful, safe weekend. Please join us next week for more of Today with Dr. Wendy. Headlines with a silver lining. Have a great week and God bless you. Thank you for joining us for Today with Dr. Wendy. You can learn more about Dr. Wendy and how to become a guest or sponsor of the show by visiting wendypatrickphd.com. That's wendypatrickphd.com. Tune in every week at this same time as Dr. Wendy will engage and inspire you with an upbeat viewpoint on the highlights of the day. This has been Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. 